you guys. Um, <clears throat> good morning, good afternoon, good night, wherever you're at, tuning in. Um, it's about 3.20 something a.m. I'm recording this. Um, I'm tired, but I'm up, and that's okay. By the time you hear this, it's going to be a different time. That's okay. Um, so, a couple of things have been on my mind, and I'm going to share them with you guys in a moment. But first of all, let's just take a second to pray real quick. Dear God, I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for the people on the other end of this listening, Lord. I pray that you edify my tongue for your glory, that whatever it is that I do say, and whatever it is that they do take from what I say, that it all be to your glory. Lord, I pray that everything we do moving forward, Lord, all our plans, our thoughts and actions, Lord, I pray that you be with us, guide us and protect us as we go forth. Um, keep us out of harm's way, keep our friends and families out of harm's way, continue to keep us in good health, bless us and guide us, keep us safe, Lord, in our homes and outside our homes, in Jesus' name I pray, amen, thank you, Lord, for everything you have done, are doing, and will do. So, there's that, um, if you just started this, you probably heard the prayer, and you couldn't skip it. Um, I would have made an announcement at the beginning, but, you know, that didn't happen. My voice sounds a little bit raspy because, I don't know, it must be the fact that it's literally in the wee hours of the morning, i.e. past or slash past midnight. And, yeah, you know, it's just not what it's supposed to sound like. <laughs> um... First of all, I want to say, hey, hey, what's up? Okay. <laughs> it's been a minute since I've been on the mic, bro, and I am back. Am I back for good? We don't know. But am I back? Yes, I'm back. Yes, sir, I'm back. Excuse my sniffling. Um, No, I don't have COVID or nothing. I'm literally in the process of getting vaccinated. Um, yeah, I just have a sniffle, cause, what the hell, right? Might as well. Um, so, we're just gonna jump right into it. It's been a minute, and I'm back, and I'm here, and we're lit. We got it moving. What's going on? Uh, linking back to the, linking back to the things that were on my mind. Um, first is God. You already know. I always got something to say. <laughs> and he probably, like, he's probably like, girl, when are you going to stop? And in my head, I'm just like, God, ain't no stopping. When it comes to you, it's about you and only you and always you. We're not stopping spreading the gospel for what? For what? <laughs> but... Um, you guys, so, it was this post I had seen 
on my timeline earlier. Uh, I'm going to go to it for reference because I don't know what it read word for word. So, um... Mm-hmm. This would definitely have been the part where I had some interlude music playing, but I don't got that right now. So you're just gonna have to bear with me currently. Um basically the post the post that I saw read that God will let you walk into uncomfortable situations where all you can do is rely on him. Don't be anxious. He's about to show you. He is faithful. Now, we know God is always faithful. He's never changing. He's the, he's the same God that he was yesterday, same God today, and the same God tomorrow. Right? Great. So, you know, God is forever faithful. And it just so happens that because we are born into a world of sin, right? Our very nature at the core, if I'm being honest, is sin. Like, I don't know about you, but I thought about it. And if I'm being for real, it is what it is. Like, it is what it is. And that's just what it is. Um... We just so happen to be blinded by whatever it is that we have going on or whatever it is we may be feeling, you know, that blinds us from actually realizing that God is faithful in every way, shape, and form. Like, I can think back to times where, you know, you know, I was just dilly-dallying, just doing whatever, and in the midst of me doing whatever, you know, I'm just like, God, like, like, God, what's going on, like, yo, like, nothing's working out, this doesn't make no sense, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, what's going on, and when I got to that point, I realized that, you know, I wasn't listening, and when you're, not, when you're not listening, you miss a lot of things. When you're not listening, when you're not paying attention, you miss a lot of things. Now, God will let you walk into a situation that's uncomfortable for you and put you in a space where you can only rely on him just so he can prove to you. Just hey, We're talking about God here. God does not need to prove nothing to nobody. Not to me, not to you, not to the next man sitting on the top of the tree, eating a man. Like, it, it, it doesn't matter. God does not need to prove anything to anybody. Like, he created us and we are here on his planet, in his solar system. I don't know the theory y'all go by, but I believe God's theory. I believe the creation theory. All right? Great. Um, Yeah, so... I don't know. Um, when I read this, I literally felt a little bit of fear. I felt some fear, right? And I felt fear not because of anything to do with God 
and what he can do because we all know God is forever capable and able to do above and beyond all that we can ask or think. Mm. God is more than capable and able to do more than we can ask or think. So now this just leads me on to my next point. Now when we say we're in doubt, I don't think we doubt God. I don't think we're doubting God. I don't think we have doubt in God's ability. I think what we really have, or let me just speak to myself. Let me speak for myself, right? I think that what I'm genuinely dealing with is doubt of self. Serving a God that great, serving a God this great, right? And being put to do something that you may think that you are unable to because of whatever reason the devil has put forth in your path or whatever lie your brain has concocted up to have you deter from that path, from what God wants you to do. And that's not fair to you or your purpose or your journey or to the people you're supposed to end up being a blessing to because of that doubt of self that never even really belonged to you in the first place. That doubt of self that never really belonged to you in the first place starts to trickle into what God has told you to do, which then leads you to doubting your ability to fulfill it. And when you doubt in your ability to fulfill whatever it is that you may have been called to do, you're indirectly doubting God because then it comes off like you don't believe or have faith in him enough to see you through. And that's scary. Um, I'm scared. And genuinely thinking it's okay to feel that way. Because at the end of the day, God is still God and he will still do what he said he's going to do. And... You can have mountain faith, or like they said, mustard seed faith, and God is still going to move. Because when you have mountain faith and God moves, oh, <laughs> when you have mountain faith and God moves, bro, you're just standing there looking at everybody else like, yes, my like I told you, like God, God will do it. God is going to do it. And that just, that just propels your faith even more. It's like you already have this mountain faith and it's just like, yeah, you've seen God do it before. So you're like, yeah, I know he's going to do it again. I know he's going to do it again. I've seen him do it before. I've seen him move. He will do it again. So what? Right? Oof. That just, that just makes you solid. You you are you are in cement like you are in cement block you're standing cemented 
Now, imagine what that does when all you have is a mustard seed of faith. This is going to sound bad, but I, I don't mean it. Like, okay, I don't know if you guys have ever seen a marijuana seed, how small it is. Now, I'm currently looking up a mustard seed, right? So I can see how tiny it is in comparison. And boy, is a mustard seed tiny. If I'm being honest, it's almost about the same size, but that's besides the point. Now imagine if all you had was a mustard seed size of faith. And God goes ahead. And does what God does. God goes ahead and does what God does. And now your mind is blown. Yeah, you believed it, but you didn't really believe it. Because it was just like all all these what ifs and, you know, maybes and whatever came in the way. And you were faced with times where it felt and looked like nothing was coming into play. Nothing was coming into fruition. Lo and behold, behind the scenes, God is doing wonders. Am I talking to somebody? Lo and behold, behind the scenes, God is doing wonders, baby. But you were stuck with, with a mustard seed because you couldn't see past the fog that the devil was trying to build up and make thicker in front of your eyes. Mm. Yeah, I'm preaching to you, but I'm preaching to me too, baby. Like, trust and believe everything that's coming out of my mouth, I am taking it back in and reprocessing it. Because it's just like, wow, God, you really move like this. When you have a mustard seed of faith and God moves in the way that we all know that only God can move, you are mind blown. And what that does for your mustard seed faith is crazy because at the end of it, bro, you will be so solid that you will, you will doubt that you even doubted God. You would doubt that you even doubted yourself because God was working through you. What are you, <laughs> man? Man, I say all this to say there's nothing more satisfying. There is nothing more satisfying than going through a dark time, a dark path, or, you know, moving blind. Like I would like to say, there's nothing more satisfying than seeing things come into play. Yeah, it didn't come into play the way you thought they would have. Yeah, it didn't come into play the way you thought it should have. The way you thought it up. But it came into play regardless. Because at the end of the day. When the, when, listen, when the Bible said God's ways are not our ways. And God's thoughts are not our thoughts. That was for real. 
however many steps you think you can get ahead in this life, God already seen them. Like, there is nothing you can do or say and no way you can move that God hasn't already seen you move before he put you on this earth. Right? There's nothing you can do that he hasn't seen. Or, like, like literally, because he created you. And I take my, my dogma from different parts of me. I was raised Muslim, so a good amount of my virtues is based in Islam. And that may come off weird to some of y'all, but personally, I've seen many similarities between the Islamic religion and Christianity. Um, and if I was going to be more specific, I might as well just go deeper and name denominations like SDA. Because I'm SDA, right? So if that's what I am and that's a religion I came from, then you know, those are really the only two that I'm looking at in terms of depth. Now, Christianity as a whole and Islam as a whole, they both have certain virtues that go hand in hand. And when it says God... Well, in the Islamic religion, they have the saying, I'm pretty sure it's a verse in the Quran. It says, God is closer to you than your jugular vein. A lot of you know where the jugular vein is. For those of you that don't, it's a very important vein in your neck that basically, if it was to get cut, you'd die. Straight up. Like I'm talking, the amount of blood flow through that, you're, yeah, you're going to die. Straight up, it's just, just blurting out. So, yeah. Um, and in the Bible, it says, God knows the numbers of hairs on your head. What kind of God do we serve? <laughs> we serve a great God, baby. We serve a mighty God. We serve a God that cares above and beyond. We we serve a God that sent his only son to die for us. We, we serve a God that sacrificed his son for us, mere mortals, mere human beings, that consistently do him wrong and turn our backs on him on a daily, bro. It doesn't even make no sense. It makes sense because Adam and Eve, sin, yada, 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 were not Jesus, you know. Yeah, it makes sense. But at the same time, it don't make no sense because we're undeserving of it. We're undeserving of God's love, kindness, grace, and mercy. But he pours it out on us ever so freely and in abundance because he is God and he can never run out. And he will never run out. And we get to spend the rest of eternity with him, learning more and getting to know him better. What greater love is there than the love of God? Somebody please tell me or show me. Because I, I have never and I can never. It, it is nowhere to be found. Unaccounted for. No human being has the capacity to love this much, baby. We're not Jesus.
when I say we're not Jesus, I say that to say that if we were to think of ourselves loving and forgiving people at Jesus' capacity, I know you you you're not gonna be able to. I'm not gonna be able to. Cause we all have caps. Like we all have breaking points. Now Jesus is different because that's God in the flesh, you feel me? So you know, live the perfect life, sinless, like blemish free, um loved everybody, you know, served everybody. Wow, God serving man. Can you imagine? Served everybody and forgave. This man was up on the cross after we nailed him, after we whipped him, we crucified him with our words and actions in this and and then we hung him up on a cross. And this man said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That is love. God is love. So now, when when I'm out here and y'all hear me talking about some, I love you, don't, don't, don't be weird. Don't be weird. Because when I say I love you, I'm telling you I love you as a person and I love you because of God. I love you from the depths of my heart because of God. Because I can look at my life and know I've not done a good amount of the gruesome things other people out here have done. But I can look at my life and I can look at myself and I can say... The least that I can do is extend an ounce, the smallest piece of grace and love that God has shown me unto somebody else. Be it a close friend or a stranger. I mean, the love is never going to be the same because I can't love somebody I don't know as much as, you know, a close friend of mine. But I can certainly go out of my way, out of the kindness of my heart because of Christ. And that's just that. But um, basically, I say all this to say, be good, keep the faith, um, keep walking by faith and not by sight. Sight can be really deceiving and stressful. Um... A thing that I would like to incorporate is basically just looking at yourself or whatever situation it is and just literally thinking to yourself. When have I never not been good? Like, when has God never not, like, when has God ever not come through? Literally think of it as like, Girl, God got it. Why am I stressing? God got it. Why am I worried over this? Especially when you know you've done your part. When you know you've done your best. You've done your part. 
and you still stressing, baby, let that shit go. Let it go. Let let it be. Let it go. You've done yours. Let God handle the rest. Because then you're going to start feeling like you're overextending yourself and you're going to start experiencing a burnout, baby. This is not school. This is life. This is not college. This is not high school. This is life. And you can't be out here living and going through life feeling burnt out, overextended, and exhausted. Get your peace back. Get your life back. Get your peace of mind back. All right? Okay. And don't let nobody ever take that shit from you ever again. Not even yourself. Don't even don't ever let yourself get into a situation where you lose your peace of mind. I urge you. On that note, my fellow listeners, I bid you adieu. Hopefully, after this, I'm going to go to sleep. Or not. But either way, I bid you an adieu. You know, if it's daytime where you at, I hope you out here going ahead and carping this DM. And if it's nighttime where you at, you know, you're living your best life or you in bed like me, just chilling, probably trying to go to sleep too. And so, yeah, either way it works out. I love you. Stay safe. God bless.